There are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Back at it again for another edition of the 12.15 Club. This time from Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, Long week. A lot of fun this week. What do you guys think? Marv, your first time as a Danette. You think it's been a long week? I think it's, yeah, I mean, the early morning. So when you're on the West Coast, that's what makes it long. We're not on the West Coast, but that's cool. Uh, but you know what I mean. We're Mountain the, Standard Time, MST, I, whatever. I think we're in the Southwest, buddy. But I think it's mm-hmm. it's been good. Um, you know what's, what's funny? You guys kept saying early morning. To me, it's been fine because we get in at 5 Mountain Time, and that's 7 in Milford. That's so a, we, we don't all get in at 5. It's it's technically, talent gets in at 5. Wow, oh boy. wow, Mark. Yeah, you're showing your colors, old boy. <laughs> it's called tone deaf. I don't care. Um... Marv's kind of uh, acting big time this week. Have no idea. Yeah, Mark is feeling yeah. himself. You, you guys don't even. Is. You guys don't even know. Uh, no, but it's been it's been good this week, and we've been hanging out and getting yeah. tattoos and. Yeah, we got me and Dylan got a tattoo yeah. on Saturday night. You guys have been out here break dan- first one break dancing at the club. Uh, who did, that was just who night, did that? That was just night one. Nobody did that. Uh, I, think Mark, <laughs> I think Mark did that. Actually, yeah, when, night one. when you guys left me for the cigar bar, because you know I can't go out and get a headache uh, smelling cigar smoke. That's not my thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to break dance. I was the only person in the club with a, with a wedding ring on. Yeah, you were. You were probably yeah. the only person above 30. 30. Oh, oh there, there's a lot of people who owned wedding rings. They just didn't have them on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been awesome being out here with everybody. And it's, you know what? It's been a, it feels like uh, a lot of team building. Yeah, that's what a lot of camaraderie, I feel, is yeah, built sure. on these trips. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I think it's been great. Like, just all the BRGs been hanging out together, so we've been having a lot of fun. I, I, uh, I was sick. Like, I got sick before we came out here, and I was like sick, sick during the build, which was not fun. Um, but uh, yeah, so we now I'm kind of feeling better. So last couple nights have been fun going out. Not, not as, uh, not as heavy as I think maybe some people in the team might be going out, but still went out and hung out with everybody for a few hours. So that's always good. Who are you talking about? Um, <laughs> you want to name names? No, no. I think it's also also worth saying that we're taping this on Thursday, right? So normally we tape Friday afternoons as any uh, follower of 1215 close. But, uh, oh, hi, Todd. Todd, hey. do you want to join us? Wait, Todd Fritz, come in here. Come in here real Uh-oh. quick. Sorry, Uh-oh. Todd, I stole your seat. Here's Todd. You want to join us? Sit right there. Sit in Paul's. Yeah. It's good to have Todd on with us always, as always. But um, Super no, the, the, build, the build went pretty good. Uh, a couple technical issues. Uh, and a couple operational issues, which tend to happen. You know, it's tough because the team that's working on the show doesn't work on the show every day, and it's it's such a non-traditional show, and there's no rundown, so it's kind of hard to communicate all, like, the, the nuances. But um, certainly, you know, as we've gone through the week, it's gotten better and better, and, um, you know, I think it looks great. The first hour of the show is, like, magical. Beautiful. It, it's like, it, it's, I, I was here during a site survey, um, in, I think, late October, early November, and, you know, I saw the, the sunrise. I was like, oh, this is beautiful, but you never know what it's going to look like fully on camera. Uh, but lighting's done a great job, and uh, the video shader we have 
It's Camelback Mountain, for those who didn't know, that's just between Dan and the guests when you're looking at the jib shot. And that first hour, just like the way the sun comes comes up and it's like golden mm-hmm. and the shadows on the mountain, like it's really is it really is special. Yeah, so it's majestic. Well, and it's it's called Camelback Mountain because it kind of looks like a camel laying down, like it's back. Where oh, do you really? where do you hear that? I just I did some research. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. It's an interesting fact. First thing I learned. It's a nice little Arizona. fact, actually. Yeah. Todd, how's your week been? My week's been nice. I'm still trying to figure out one or two more things for tomorrow, but I think we're pretty locked and loaded. I, we've been having a lot of fun. Chilly in the morning with the weather warmed up. Plenty what is the rule, Todd? You can't complain about the weather. Yeah, that's right. You can't complain about the weather. That's but like it was the number one rule of Super Bowl week. But, we, but, we, but, you know, but we're, we're running around the, running the bases and taking the hitting in the batting cages. And Todd, the video of you today... Uh, it makes you a lot of weird faces. With the faces. <laughs> I played that, like, it probably was 10 minutes of air today. I just kept playing it and playing. We used to go to break, come back I think back there's some break. kind of disturbance there. I don't know what other explanation <laughs> there is. It happened on the set <laughs> with the camera, on the, and then now when I'm swinging the bat, it seems like I make a lot of faces that I'm not aware of. Todd, on the set, that wasn't on purpose? It was When not you were making purpose. that, like, serious straight face? That, that first from yesterday or two yeah, days yesterday. or whatever it was, I, was not, I had no idea the camera was on me. I was oblivious to when, you know, you, I know you go to each of us before the show started, but I was just, I don't know what I was thinking while I was making that face, but I wasn't doing it to the camera. I'm going to put that on social media. I probably put that shouldn't have had uh, that extra corndog last night. I think that, <laughs> that, that was the face was. Oh, that, It was corndog face. <laughs> it, 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 look, I was like constipated slash angry. You would think like some, a guest just canceled two seconds before the camera went on me. I don't know why I made that face, but I wasn't impersonating Jack Nicholson in The Shining or anything, which is what people are asking. What's your favorite part of this week so far? My favorite part of this week is the breakfast burritos and and schmoozing with the guests and that they're having a lot of laughs. But I really like breakfast burritos. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I should put it in that order. Pick up on that. <laughs> but I did. I really liked you know getting a chance to grab the bat and uh, take some cuts in the uh, in the batting cage. That was that was a lot of fun. Mark. Yeah, for uh, for everyone else, Mario also uh, did some BP with us and. You could have thought he had died and gone to heaven. I was, that was, I was a lot so, of fun. I was so happy for you because you looked like you were loving it. And like, he had good look, form. Yeah, and Mario it looks like good till the ball came. He, I hit the. Ma- what are you talking oh, about? Mario was, was raking. Yeah, Mario was grounded out to second at least twice. <laughs> Mario was raking. Hey, Paulie Paps, our producer, ball. he's joining us yeah. also. Kind of give us his thoughts on the week also. Hey guys, uh, hold on. First time, long time. Hey, Paul. How are you? Hey. We got a nice, so we got Paul, we got Todd, and then the regular 1215 club, it's Eric, set. Dylan, yeah. Marv. Wonderful. Yeah, so three-fourths of the Danettes. Yeah. And some BRGs. 1215 club had a good uh, time in Scottsdale. I can confirm that. Yeah. Some of us. <laughs> you were there with us on Saturday night when things really got right, sure. rowdy. I showed up a little late at the cigar bar, and I saw a group of uh, BRGs walk into a tattoo parlor. I'm like, I'm going for that. And I watched, uh, I wanted to make sure no one got anything like a, a huge eagle on their back, but everyone was pretty uh, under control. Yeah, I thought we'd, it was, it was tasteful. Oh, yeah. I do think I left my sunglasses there, though. I've deduced. Oh, I no. I call them. Yeah, but you, both of your tattoos are cool. You know, like, I'm pretty picky about that. You know, I've yeah. never gotten one, but I like tattoos. Both of you guys got stuff. Like, you showed me the, the cactus. I'm like, ah, that's not cheesy. It doesn't look like a cartoon. It's cool. It's like yeah, a, they're, I think good, I said, they're a good tattoo artist, though. Y- yours they is kind of like a, like a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, like, it's, well, it's from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The, uh, okay. That's Ralph Steadman, the artist. Paul, how does it feel being back here so many years later? Uh, really cool. Um, long, long story short, which you guys have heard 30 times this week, uh, in 95, I moved out here with some college buddies, moved about three blocks up the road. My first job was here at Scottsdale Stadium as a beer vendor for a month, and I wrote an article about it for a magazine. And uh, I lived there for two years, moved out to New York City and got a real job. <clears throat> and then uh, about six, seven months ago, I was talking to the, Eric Jones, the big German, 
and we're discussing places. I go, can I take a shot at uh, Scottsdale Stadium? He goes, take a shot anywhere. And uh, I rang him up, got a hold of the people from the city of Scottsdale, and they weren't too... Well, it was already rented, yeah. technically, to the, the Giants. Giants. But, and I so they knew, said no. I, 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 was, I had the feeling that the Scottsdale, city of Scottsdale would tell us yes or no. But they told me during this time of the year, this window, the Giants have control of the park, kind of. Mm-hmm. Got a hold of this guy, Matt Chisholm, at the Giants, and uh, he put me in touch with Hannah and, and Ryan. Ryan, these great women in the uh, operations department, and they were gung-ho. They said, we'd love to have you. It's a great exposure for Scottsdale Stadium, one of the best uh, ballparks in America, any kind of ballpark. And they, re- they just rolled out the red carpet. Eric had to do about 100 emails back and forth with them on <laughs> logistics, but generally they just kind of gave us a spot. And, I, and Eric came out here to check it out, site survey, and he saw like Camelback Mountain and the shots and you know, like the background's the star, one of the stars of the show. And I thought that was really cool. It's original. And some people are like, why are you doing a baseball stadium during a football week? Well, because we always try to do something a little different. And we're not going to use Glendale Stadium. That's, that's reserved. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not available? We tried. We took a shot. Our old boss, Chris Long, would have tried. Yeah. A little something going on there. Yeah. They've been really hospitable, though. The Giants themselves, just the BP. Um, we had Gabe Kapler stop by yesterday, yeah. the manager of the Giants. Yeah. We walked on the field today. Todd ran the bases. I wouldn't call it running, but I did. <laughs> I touched all the bases, and then I stepped on home plate. It looked like the open for uh, Baywatch <laughs> yeah. in slow motion. Except just it like, was just real like I didn't motion. jump into the water in Minnesota in the ice water. I just I stepped in the water, and I walked casually around I think, the bases. I think the Giants see the big picture, too. They're nice, but they also say, like, this is a cool ballpark. It's a vacation destination. And, mm-hmm. and I've told people before, and we did the Dan Patrick Show in the ESPN Radio Days for two members. We came out here. And did at least five or six shows over the course of three it's years. A great place. You guys did a great job finding this in a, with that view, and yeah. it's close enough to where guests are. It was. I don't think it could have been a much better location to do it. This stadium day. is wild on a March Saturday or Sunday afternoon when there's like a three o'clock game, and everyone goes out afterwards. There's. Mm-hmm. I think this place holds like eight eight thousand, and everyone's having a good time. And then they just spill literally into Old Town Scottsdale. <laughs> it's a good time. Or stumble. I was here last March, and yeah. it was a great, great time. It's the best. And, you know, you look at these guys playing ball, and you're like, man, I kind of wish I was a baseball player. <laughs> I get to go to the park every day. Eric? So this is my first year actually directing the Super Bowl show on the road, because last year uh, we were at the Los Angeles uh, facility that the show used to be broadcast from, so we kind of brought in the old old crew that did it while I was on the, the DirecTV uh, team. And one of the things I've been doing is kind of the zoom in to you guys and it's it's been really fun for me to watch you guys kind of play to it because it's a radio show first, so most of the time you guys aren't paying attention to what TV's doing. But in that time, and it started with you, Marvin, you started doing like mean mugging, uh, and then uh, it's turned into Todd doing the unconscious uh, staring off. Well, in I made space, that weird face, which was unintentional, and then Marvin keeps tapping me. It's like you're about to be us. <laughs> we all kind of decided let's just make some kind of. We're taping this on Thursday, so I'm really excited to see what you guys do tomorrow. Uh, to see it's kind of our final push uh, to, to the end of this run. It's different than um, the normal TV show is because there's these cameras right around, and all of a sudden when you're on during the morning kind of intro of the show on TV, a big light comes on and you see the camera either roll to you or zoom in, like the, it turned as a zoom in, so you absolutely are conscious that you're on the air. Yeah. Back home we're not conscious about it at all, and usually you just you kind of do your thing and they pick you off, but we've been kind of having a little fun with it. Yeah, it's been great. I love that. Anybody have a favorite guest so far this this week, either on Zoom or just meeting somebody for the first time? Marv, I know you had a couple Mar- of fun interactions. Um, Marcus Spears. Yeah, good yeah. call. Yeah, yeah, I think Marcus Spears was great. Um, I think he's top right now for me. Unreal outfit today, too. Yeah. Oh, tucked oh in, yeah, tucked oh, for sure. Tucked in socks. 
I was looking for a plug for his Travis Scott ones. When he said, oh, I didn't even pay for these, I was like, so... Can I have them? Yeah. Or at least get me in touch with somebody who can do that. And because uh, he talked about having rich people problems when you start getting money, you don't have to pay for things. Right, yeah. I was like, man, that is nice. I mean, to an extent, you know, we get swag and stuff like that. Yeah. We kind of see how the other half lives. But when those are shoes that, you know, are, you know, four or $500, it's like, oh, they Far gave more. them to me. Like, yeah, those are probably like a grand. Yeah, yeah. I would, I, I would love to have that problem. Yeah, I think Marcus Spears is interesting because he's at ESPN, one of the NFL analysts, and he's not a superstar yet. But uh, we decided to have him on, I think, last year for the first time. And I can remember when he came on the first time. Dan goes, "Welcome in, Marcus Spears." And he goes, "Hold on, I'm on the Dan Patrick Show. Mom made it, you know." And he, it was like a nod to Dan, who, you know, we kind of forget about because we're hanging out with him every day. He's an ESPN legend. And people at ESPN are well aware of it. New guys like Marcus Spears or Dan Orlovsky. And getting an invite on this show is kind of a stamp of validation. And on other shows as well, that you're kind of big in this business or doing well. We don't invite people who we don't think will be good on the show mm-hmm. or haven't been good at their job. Mm-hmm. And then we made sure this week that we invited Marcus early in the week. One of the first people Fritzy reached us, let's get Marcus over here and meet him in person. And he walked on set and he felt like kind of part of the team. Yeah. He's a presence. He's been on a number of times. He he know he gets the show and he gets the personality. He, know, he knows how to be playful with Dan, which we love when the guests do that. Last thing, I'm gonna let you guys take it over. But uh, Sal Palantonio, the longtime ESPN reporter, that story is absolutely true. Um, we were at a bar in Houston, Texas. I think it was the Saturday night before the Super Bowl, a little Irish pub that we've been going to all week. And there's a guy, kind of a tall guy, walked up to Dan and asked for a picture. And bought him a shot. And Dan goes, one or the other. And then he goes, oh, I'll take the picture. And then, then Dan goes, oh, I'll take the shot. When he went to take the shot, uh, d- the guy was like, wanted to take a picture of Dan drinking. And that's where Dan's like, no, 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 no. Because then it looks like he's drunk or doing shots. Yeah. And he's aware of that. And so the guy got a little mad and, and started getting, he was really hammered. And started getting, I couldn't tell whether he was going to hit Dan or get in his face. And I'm standing there. And then I look at Sal Palantonio, who I've always thought is a nice older gentleman. Not old, but older than me. And Sal's little hands were kind of balled up. And Sal was looking at the guy like, I'm ready to crack this guy if he goes after Dan. And I kind of was too, but I, I was like, I didn't see Sal doing it. Then I looked it up later. I didn't know Sal was in the Navy and has a military background and has training. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's a true story. Uh, Sal's downplaying of it. Sal was actually ready to pop somebody. It's pretty cool. He was a really nice guy too. I, I went to meet him uh, at the gate when he got here. And he yeah. was like, I will go anywhere for Dan. Yeah. You know, he has a lot, a lot of respect. He was one of those guys that, like, held uh, Dan to the highest. Sure. And, you know, the other thing Sal mentioned is uh, the Marriott Hotel over here. When we would do spring training, Sal would kind of just show up once in a while. He wasn't even working. Mm-hmm. He would just come, and his producer was a guy named Charlie Moynihan. And we'd all stay at the Marriott Hotel when we were doing spring training here. And Sal would just kind of roll with us once in a while and, like, hey, I'm, I'll come to the game for a few hours. So it's been a long, uh, long ride with him. Eric, Marv? Yeah, so kind of transitioning a little bit, but you, you mentioned earlier, Paul, that this show is different on the road, <clears throat> partially because of the crew and, like, the different equipment. Does that change for either any of you guys on air? Like, having – there's about 35 people who are staring, watching you and working on the show, but, like, it, normally in Milford it's just the four on-air guys and weeks, and that's it in, in your room. And now there's, you know, there's people walking through, there's guys mowing the lawn. Does that change anything for you or no? Uh, I would say no, not at all. It, it's, I find it, after years of doing this, very easy to ignore people. I think you guys know my personality. I'm very good at ignoring people. Mm. And, uh, but once you put the cans on and you're staring at the five people, the other four people, 
there could be a, a brush fire going on in the background, and I sometimes won't notice it. It's, and that's kind of how you're supposed to be. You're, you're, the, the microphone is, is the focus. Everything revolves off the microphone and Dan, and if you focus on that, then if people are running around, they're sponsors, they're, they're doing their thing as long as they're not intrusionary. But, um, no, I don't, I don't find crowds that important. I think the mistake is playing to the crowd. And because we're doing a radio show for the thousands and thousands of people who are listening first, and then TV and podcasts, all that stuff. But if you start going, hey, look at those people over there. I, I can't see. you got to describe it, so you gotta, you got to paint the picture. But, yeah, I don't, I don't find the crowds that bad. I kind of like having people walking around. I'm not playing to the crowd, but if I think I say something particularly clever, I may give a little wink to the makeup lady. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah just like as, as if they're like an audience, not not so much like you know it's the, it's the crew and everything. But we're all talking to each other and having fun. But if I think I really have a winner there, I may take a quick glance at somebody in the crew. Going, How was that? That was pretty clever. What did you think? I've been noticing Marvin is getting a lot of attention from the makeup. He really in the is. He is. A little jealous. I guess. He is. Hey. You dog. Yeah. Bothering me. A He's little. like, yeah. Can you get a little more? I'm a little greasy right here. I think you missed the spot. I mean, look. The audio person was putting the mic on me, and then, you know, she was, you know, kind of brushing me up. Not everybody's Pauly Paps, who's just, you know, <laughs> you can't you can't change perfection. Like, you can't improve on perfection. I would broke, don't fix it. I would right. call out Marvin and Fritzy because we've been putting on live mics for about 13 years. Marvin's been doing it for about a year now. How come we need help when we're out here? How come when there's a female lav mic person, all of a sudden we need help doing our lav mic? I like to be touched and handled. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to put it out there. I appreciate you admitting that because because we put on lav mics every single day. It's How do you do this again? It's not. It's kind of stuck. Well, like, I on. can't get it through the button. That that's just Fritzy with the female one. She did it. She she did it to me once. And but uh, the uh, the male audio. Uh, Todd's like, yeah, I'll take it from got, here. Don't I, was like, I know how to do this. Right. We do this every day. What do you? But, but look. Todd's eyes were rolling in the back of his head when the makeup lady and the audio lady were yeah. putting it on, putting the stuff on them all at the I did, same time. I did say, why are you in such a rush? Take your time. We got, we're not on the air for It like goes in my minutes. belt buckle, And that's my, my cue. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Oh, Thanks, Paul. It's nowhere near the start of the show. Yeah, so, no, it's been, uh, it's been amazing to be out here, and it was nice to leave uh, Connecticut weather. Yeah, when we left on week. Saturday, we left on Saturday, it was zero degrees. And it's been, I mean, it's been 40 here in the mornings, which is great. And then in the middle of the day, it gets to like 60, 70. That's fair, right? Yeah. You have the sun. I also, Marvin, I just find it so funny because I know that like when you started working on the show, you you worked as a school, like a teacher in a school and you were doing like freelance gigs and you still do freelance. Like you are one of these people that just works on the set. But then like this week you're like, excuse me, can you you just miss one spot of powder? Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Can I talk to you for a minute? Uh, I think I, it's so funny to watch. Look, I still got utility gloves in my book bag that I brought with yeah, me. Yeah, wait till strike tomorrow. We're like, yo, Marvin, there's a thousand-foot piece of cable that needs to be struck. <laughs> oh, no, I got this uh, I got this first-class fight to take out. Yeah, first-class. Right. Okay, I don't have a first-class. I'm in, like, 21F. Yeah, But right. it's all good, though, uh, as long as I'm on the flight. But So, uh, so it's going to be weird. To, like, not, not that I don't expect you to help clean up tomorrow, but, like, the next time you go freelance, you like, because you're kind of living the double life. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly what I do. So, uh, I have a freelance gig uh, next Saturday. I have like a freelance hockey gig, and it's fo- so funny setting up. And somebody, uh, another utility that I work with, he listens to the show regularly. And I remember I I came to uh, a gig once. I worked at a basketball game uh, in Connecticut, and he just kind of looks. He goes. What the bleep are you doing here? And so, you're but, still on the come up, I guess. You're, yeah. you're there for that reaction. You don't. You're not doing it for the money. You just want people to notice. No. Right? <laughs> Mar, maybe you're just a man of the people. 
Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. I'll I mean, take that. Dylan always has to spin it negatively. That's not negative. I thought it was. You decided it was negative. Wait, so I, I missed last night. Uh, I missed Todd going through explaining to some of the BRGs your notebook, and I happen to be looking at it right now. Um, how long did that take? And did they? Then they didn't call the police in the middle of it, right? I I've just been. I don't know. I've just. I was just doing my thing. I'm sitting there. They were. I think they were more amazed by how antisocial I was that I was sitting with my cranberry juice. I'm just amazed at this point. I'm just, I was just sitting in a corner doing my work, and if someone happened to come by and say, hey, I say, hey, back. But, you know, we needed some guests for today's show, and I just was kind of in Nothing says mode. schmoozing with the salespeople like sitting in the corner with a notebook. <laughs> God, I'm looking at it right now. I did say it I did really have some conversation. I've noticed that you've gotten off the notebook, and now you've done like a single piece of paper. Yeah, no, that's three pieces of paper you got there. I got a notebook, and then there's like three pieces of paper. Some things are printed. <laughs> some things are written. Paul, I, I might call the police. I could briefly explain that. That's Fritzy's emergency road sheet. For when he's working on a specific show like today, <laughs> you can't bring the entire notebook and risk losing it at Top That's Golf. Very true. So yeah. he, I know Fritzy better than Fritzy knows himself. He brought three pieces of paper with all the various guests that are in play for Thursday and Friday. So that was a kind of a one-time situation. I could Correct, fold Fritzy? it up and put it right in my uh, is, my, is in my the, pants pocket. Yeah, I had my phone. Are you scared pen. of losing the notebook? No, it wasn't about losing the notebook. It's just too cumbersome to bring around. You know, when uh, I, that stays in the hotel room or in my bag. You bring your briefcase to everything we do. I I do, but for something like that, I'm like, you know what? It's towards the end of the week. We only need a couple more guests. I don't need to bring the whole notebook. I'll take my piece of paper or a couple pages and my pen, and I got my phone and I had my cranberry juice and my brisket and my biscuit and my fried chicken. I'm like, this is fine. I'll watch people hit the golf clubs and maybe I'll say hi to somebody. Maybe I won't, and I'll see if we can get a couple more guests for Thursday show. It's all good. Eric. Well, on behalf of all the BRGs, thanks to Dan for you know, setting us up, and hopefully we uh, lived up to his expectations this week. Hopefully the fans enjoyed it. We've, yeah, the, uh, the meeting greets have been awesome. Yeah. We've had a couple hundred people almost every single day. It was nice to see people come out and just share you know, their experiences of the show. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed it, not as much as Dylan did, but the rest of the BRGs. <laughs> right. But uh, no, it it's, been, it's been a great week. Thanks again to Dan and, and to the show for having us out, and Hopefully, all 12, 15 listeners enjoyed this podcast. We'll be back in Milford for one week next week, and then we have a, a week off, which we've always historically done. Um, so don't be surprised and don't complain. And uh, <laughs> and you're going to like it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> there's, there's a handful of people that listen to 12, 15. I was surprised. I had one or two people come up to me and say, are you guys still doing the podcast this week? So well, that was nice. Yeah, I was going to say congrats to Mario for hanging out at the meet and greets all week to just get <laughs> a couple like a lost puppy, to get a just couple looking for some rogue, attention. I rogue just fan. Taking, I was just taking pictures of Dan. <laughs> I saw yeah. someone with a 1215 Letterman's jacket. Is there apparel? I didn't notice that on the yeah. website. That's kind of cool. Working on I'd, like to, I'd like yeah. a cap. It's a collab with Gucci, Todd. <laughs> can I get like a tank top? We'd like to have a 1215 tank we top. Could, like we could make a gym. tank top. A tank top would be good. That's all we got for the 1215 from Scottsdale, Arizona. Eric, uh, Eric McGerman, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince. Thank you, Paul, Todd. My Eric. Mario, yours truly. Have a good weekend, everyone.